In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission, to combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Carjoman! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 292 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah you are. What's up buddy? How you doing? I'm doing really good Gomez. Ooh, I like that. I am, I am the godfather of good feelings today. Oh, this is... We're going to have a good episode here, folks. This is I've good. never known us to have a bad episode. Well, I mean, like, it's a banger. This is going to be right here. We are good the feelings. barons of bangers. <laughs> when we start with good feelings, it's, it's, it's got to be a good one. Come on. I, I mean, I've been, I've been banging for years now. Like, I just bang over and over. I just That's what you just do. Don't I let get up. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't let up. Well, this is good. You usually tell us not so happy things to start, so I'll, I'll, I'll take this. This is a win. Well, it's okay, because now I've learned to lie to myself. Fuck. <laughs> it's this new trick I learned at work. You have to lie to yourself to convince yourself that things are actually going okay. Of course. You love going to work. You love oh, being yeah. there for eight hours. You love it. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. But uh, you know what I am happy about? What are you happy about, bro? Gomez, this past Monday, live on YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes, you were there. You saw yeah. it. The celebration of 2,000 subscribers. Remember, we've been talking about this for a while. And I said, have. guys, I, I've been, I'm sitting there. I need, I need a little help. And uh, last week was the two-year anniversary of... My McDonald's challenge that I did live on YouTube, if you remember, wow. that that completed with me puking up everything at the end. Time flies, bro. Wow. Well, it was also the two-year anniversary of uh, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona getting fired. And apparently, Crazy. we all posted like a, like a tweet, like just about the same time. So in people's Twitter feeds, it was coming up back to back, me and Brian. Where Brian was like, you know, two years ago, at the time, it seemed like the worst thing possible, but things have been great, and I'm very appreciative of everything that's happened. And mine was, two years ago, I puked up my guts for your entertainment. You're welcome. And, and I was like, oh, and subscribe to my YouTube as a as tribute. A Major Mark saw this, had both of them back-to-back. Me and Brian posted it in, their, in the uh, Patreon Facebook group. And said, my Twitter feed couldn't have been better today. And I said, for real talk, I would like if, if you guys would subscribe to my YouTube. And one of them wrote back, Ryan Webb wrote back, um, if we get you to 2000 today, will you eat a pizza sandwich? And a pizza Ooh. sandwich, Gomez, because apparently this is not something that people do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you I, normal. I, I call it a pizza sandwich. It's more a pizza roll-up than a pizza sandwich. I just sure. call it that. I get it. But when I'm in a hurry, I'm pressed in a for hurry. time. <laughs> this man said a hurry. Where are you going with this? Do you take it with you in the car? And yeah, you, it's good to go. <laughs> you can drive with it. <laughs> like So if you're in a hurry or on the move, you order a pizza, a regular, regular pizza. You roll it up like a burrito, and you just... Mosey about town, holding and eating this pizza in your hand. I need you. I need you to do a video where you just 
walk around town eating this pizza, walking into various shops <laughs> and just, you know, browse. You're just browsing and biting like, this bro, giant thing. What's the difference between that and someone having like a, a small cup of ice cream or something? Because it's a small cup of ice cream. It's not something that's the size of your arm that you hold it. Like, well, sure. I mean, aesthetically, it looks a little bit different. Yeah, Maybe pizza's something pretty big. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, it. you know, sometimes I'm hungry. And what do I want to do when I'm hungry? I want to eat something. Sometimes that something is a pizza rolled up in a burrito shape so I can still accomplish my errands. For, for people to understand, the pizza that he's walking around with is the size of a pizza box because he rolled it up so it has that length. That it's huge. This is insane that this man walks around town like this. Well, I drive with it too. It's not just walking with it. I would love it. Oh, just pulling up next to you. So I just I had mentioned this on boozing with the toys, and then Mark Sterling like stopped in his tracks. He's like, "Wait a minute, what's a pizza sandwich?" So I would do. I explained it, and then Mark and people in the chat were like aghast, agog, even that this was a thing, and not just a thing, but a thing that I would do. So uh, Ryan Webb, a major Mark, asked if. We got if they got me to 2,000 subscribers by the end of Friday, would I eat that on a live stream? So I said, sure. And then all of a sudden, all the major marks were coming in full force. I put it up on Twitter. Hey, this is what we made a deal. I will honor this deal if we get there. All of a sudden, my best friend Francine was involved, <laughs> ret- retweeting it. She subscribed herself. Love it. Love it. So this past Monday, I had to honor that deal. And we went live on YouTube, and I ate the pizza sandwich. Like nothing. This man ate a whole pizza in about a half an hour. Like it was no thing. Just chilling. <laughs> while while chatting chatting on with a full conversation, yeah. Chatting with some chatting friends, with bro. Whoever was it, who was whoever was watching <laughs> live and commenting. We had, we had a really good time. I thought I thought it went really well. It was. It was fun. It was a fun time. Everyone was interacting, <laughs> asking questions, discussing toppings we would like inside of the pizza. It was yeah, all fun. D- discussing different. Fun. You know, if if dipping sauce was needed because you have so much crust in in uh, bulky spots, maybe you want to use some dipping sauce. What kind of dipping sauce? Mm-hmm. Love it. So I'm happy. I'm I'm Mister Two Thousand. I love it. We talked about. It. We were like, oh, you're not gonna hit that for a while. And look at this. Boom. No, I was, I, I genuinely, I, I appreciate very much the fact that all these people stepped in and, and awesome. got me to that level. I mean, in the span of uh, like a day or a little bit over a day, I gained over 100 subscribers. And honestly, you guys, like I put a lot of work into my YouTube. I'm a one man show. I do all the filming myself. I do all the editing myself. I'm on camera, obviously. So, you know, I, I do all that myself. So. Yeah, my YouTube is peaks and valleys with how much I can get done because everything is on me. But uh, 2000 sounds pretty nice. And I appreciate you guys getting me there. And I look forward to creating more content and, you know, get back on the road to 3000 now. Although I am uh, I'm a little bit worried about what you guys would want me to eat for 3000. Oh, baby, we have ideas. Uh, do you have any other videos going up this week on there? Uh, nothing that I have in the can uh, at right. this moment of recording, but Gomez, I'm going to show you something right now. Always something new. What is this it? This is going to be on the channel this week, um, possibly by the time this episode drops, but I don't want to promise that. Sure. Gomez, I just got this in the mail today. Oh, can shit. Folks, our man is holding a box of Pepsi maple syrup flavor. What a day. This Look is the this. second consecutive year I've won something from Pepsi, a special flavor. Last year, if you remember, I won the Peeps flavored Pepsi and then went live with uh, my buddy Dylan Postel, Swoggle, and we tried it yes. out. Both of us tried it together. I had mailed him a can. Uh, if this is anything like last year's, they had sent me three eight-ounce cans. So uh, once again, I just got it in my mailbox today. Pepsi maple syrup a collab with IHOP. 
the box is cool. I like the box. It's a little snazzy looking box there. Yeah, you know, but it worries me because it comes in a a a designed box for Pepsi maple syrup. Yeah, like it. It gets me nervous that like, what if they left it at my doorstep? Who who could wa- possibly walk by my door and not take it? I don't know about you, but I'm taking that shit. Exactly. Like, I'm I like oh, someone left some Pepsi here. Don't mind like, if I do. Leave me thousand dollars worth of toys. Yeah, that could go on the doorstep. But like Pepsi maple syrup. Like now, I'm worried. I got branded packaging sitting on my on my floor mat. Like, come on. I now. always I always hate that. I remember I ordered a a Dell computer one time, and they just left it. Right on the front step, big Dell letters. I'm like, oh, this is this is great. This is wonderful. Thank you, postman. A few years ago, I had ordered a Dell computer myself, and obviously the packaging is all Dell tape and branding. The guy took my um my my mat, my welcome mat, and he just put it. He put the box of the, the computer uh, on the floor and put the welcome mat on. Top. At least he tried, bro. <laughs> that's good. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. It's annoying though. It happens a lot of uh, now, especially on Amazon. We order something, and it will tell you it comes in its original packaging, but it's a pain in the ass because if we order something for Shiloh for Christmas or something, all of a sudden there's a big box that's like a bicycle yeah. or a playhouse, and it's just boom. This is what it is. So it's like we like searching the mail. We're like trying to keep her out the front. That's a pain in the ass, man. You know what I hate for it, once again, if you order something from Amazon or even Target and Walmart do this shit now too. Say you order like a toy, an action figure or something where you don't want the packaging to get messed up. A lot of times they may not even put it in another box. They'll just <coughs> put the shipping sticker on the actual toy itself. So if you're like a mint and wow. package collector, you're fucked. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times they have like the stocking UPC tags like right on the bubble yeah. of the figure. So like you'll get this figure in the mail, it'll have this giant UPC right across the red rooster's chest. That's so funny. I guess it's all the years that we did complaining about Amazon, right? They would send us this giant box and it'd be a fucking pen inside. Yeah, yeah. Or the bubble wrap and shit. And I'd be like, hey, we ain't wasting boxes. We just sending you that shit. Yeah. Boom, labeled. That's wild. Well, you know, speaking of uh, packaging garbage, did you see the announcement from Hasbro today? No, I didn't. What's going on there? So uh, they do Marvel Legends. I believe they do Marvel Legends. Whoever it is that does Marvel Legends. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Hasbro. Um, they announced today that they're going to change the way they package figures moving forward. And there's not going to be a clear bubble or a window on the packaging it's going to be a straight-up cardboard box. So you're not going to be able to see the actual figure itself. Interesting. So basically, like those boxes that open up, but it's not going to open up. Like that kind of packaging? Like the package will look nice, I guess? It'll look nice, but basically, like say you're a minting card, uh, a mint on-card collector, a mint in-box collector, you will never be able to see your figure without opening it. Yeah. It's going to be just a completely shuttered box with, you know, like artwork and stuff on it. But you'll never be able to see the figure. That's great. So I have I have a lot of my horror stuff is like that. Where it comes in this sexy black box. It has the little Velcro on it, so you can yeah, open it up. It's got it's the there. window. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I can't believe that now you're gonna lose your window. What the well, hell? Because they're they're cutting back on plastics. But then now it becomes a question of number one. It makes it very easy for fig swappers. Are you familiar with fig swapping? Well, I know it's something that exists where you buy one thing and you 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 get another thing. Where it's like something similar, like a fake version of your thing. No, like let's say, oh, let's say you're a some kind of customizer or, or a collector of whatever, sure. and you want the new John Cena action figure. Yes, I always do. So you go and buy it, but the thing uh-huh. is, you don't really want to pay for it. Oh, so you buy the John Cena action figure. I take it out. I put another one in and return it. Maybe you have the Shelton Benjamin (laughs) figure that you don't want anymore. So you put it in there and return it because the people at Walmart or Target really couldn't give a shit. They don't care. And now they don't even know that that figure is not correct. So it ends up back on the shelf. That's so funny. (laughs) So now with a package that. Obviously, cannot you can't even see the figure inside. Yeah, it's real easy to do it. Yeah, like why would you? You'd have to be absolutely shook about buying anything in that kind of packaging at this point. Oh, that's a, that happened to me when I used to use the Red Box. I rent a video game, 
someone photocopied the video game so that the barcode bar was on was the piece yeah. of paper. So they put the piece of paper. It's amazing. Like people think of everything, bro. <laughs> oh, criminal. You know, and I then not it. not only that, but like there are issues at the factory. Like maybe you could see uh, pieces broken in the box, or maybe the yeah. paint application with the way they do it now isn't like on point. We so, do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could have two figures side by side at the store. And then just looking from one to the other, you could be like, oh, this one looks a lot nicer. Let me yeah. pick up this one. Well, now you don't even have that option anymore. That's wild. Like any, you know, for people who still do fig hunting in stores and in person, this has got to suck, man. This has got to suck. Because at this point, I don't think you could trust anything in a store that's coming in a windowless box. And you're going to have to do all your shopping online from now on. Is this something that's like been hinted at for a while? Like like companies have talked about getting rid of the plastic? Or I would assume like- so. I mean, I, don't, I haven't really heard a lot of talk about it, but I mean, it does make a lot of sense, right? And you think other companies are going to follow suit? I mean, I would say, you know, it, right? you can't, you it can't be the takes, one company with all the plastic. <laughs> it always takes one person just to get the ball yeah. rolling. But once yeah. that happens, it kind of opens the floodgates for everybody to follow suit. Bastards ruin it for everyone. That sucks. So it's it's one of those things where I understand it, and I'm actually in support of the reasoning why the reasoning behind it. You know, makes all the sense in the world. You'll but never like, know if you get a chase, bro. You can never find that chase. Oh man, you're just like, oh, Ooh, that's crazy. I, I don't know if this is the right thing. Like, are we sure there's not some kind of other? sustainable material we can use or, or would that be something that just wildly increased costs i mean i guess it would have to none of that recyclable stuff is cheap i understand that but i don't know it doesn't sound like an ideal situation to me and with that being said thank you everyone for listening in episode 292 remember to follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Remember to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. And if you are, leave a five-star review wherever it is that you download this podcast from. Each and every week for the foreseeable future, we will be offering an autographed 8 by 10 to someone who leaves the best review of the week, screenshots it, and tweets it to us at Card Jomez. Gomez, do you know who won this week? No, I do not. Who won? This week on Twitter is at the Ebo, our pal Eddie Bowman. Oh, yeah, that's our buddy. He tweeted to us both his review and his Pixar list, so following up on last week's episode. And we're going to have to talk about oh, his I Pixar saw this list fucking legitimately. List, bro. I saw this fucking list. But his, this thing up. his review is five stars, because that's all we accept around here. So he knows yeah, that. Right. The title is That's a Thursday, Cowboy. (laughs) He says, this podcast is the reason I look forward to Thursdays. Two great friends talking about everything from snacks to scantrons to Joe's five-star quintuple main man review of Ghostbusters (laughs) Afterlife, which I I don't think that's the review I gave. I appreciate the review. Listening to the wrong show, apparently, but we'll take the review. Thank you. (laughs) Listen in for Joe saying Florida. Like, I guess I say Florida weird. Do I say Florida weird? Because he wrote like flar dash I dash duh. Is that how I say it? Florida? Florida? Probably. Florida. It's Florida. I live in Florida. Funny, folks. (laughs) And the continuously popped Gomez laughing like a schoolgirl. The world has enough bad, so good on these two to put good into the world. I mean, that's what we do. We're here to put smiles on faces and memories in heart. Perfect. Exactly what we do, baby. So, Eddie, thank you for listening and thank you for leaving a review. We will uh, get that eight by ten out to you. Just DM us with your address, and we will take care of that. You'll finally get that Gomez autograph that you've been dying for. Now, let's talk about how much of a lunatic this guy is with this list here. I mean, my man woke up before he tweeted this to us, and he just chose violence with his Pixar list. This is just wild, bro. So. 
this is <laughs> now I can understand. Let, let's just last week go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. Gomez and I spoke about the IGN Pixar list that they put out, and we brought out our own lists, which are in the same ballpark. I don't think there's a yeah. lot of variations. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more so with IGN, but even the IGN list, I wouldn't call egregiously bad, would you? No, it's pretty straight. It's, it's pretty it's similar. Fine, but my man Eddie Bowman here, he chose violence. Now, at first, I'm, his number one is Inside Out, and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm going, interesting choice. Wouldn't be mine. I like Inside Out. I didn't love it. You know, not to a, a large extent, but I'm like, I could see a situation where someone really gets into that and has it be their number one. I know you had it ranked very high for you as well. This is my top 10. I forget exactly where, but it's this up there. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can get behind that. And then number two is where I'm just like, how, how did we get here? Toy Story 4. Number two, this is wild, bro. Toy Story four, I mean, it's good. I enjoy it, but bro, come on, what are we doing? I, I just, I so like now I see Toy Story four is number two. I go, well, what did he do with the rest of the Toy Stories? And I see, okay, he's got Toy Story two at number four overall, and I'm like, all right, makes sense. But like Toy Story three is a banger. He's got that at number five, so I'm like, okay, like. But how did this? How like, does this re, get ahead of the Toy other? Stories in the top five? None of them Toy Story one. Crazy! This is crazy talk. This is. But now, like even that, I'm still like, all right, maybe fine, whatever. But when we get to his number eight, and this is where I'm just like, what is going on? Like I, I don't hate <laughs> these movies like you do. I don't think I had it as high, but it was in the top half of the Pixar movie. He's got Cars number eight. I think Cars is a fun movie. There's way better stuff. Number eight? Number eight, bro? Crazy. But, I mean, listen, this is... You know, like, one of the most universally beloved Pixar movies is The Incredibles. It's number one in on, I would say, many, many people's lists. And he has it at number 17. Bro, here's his bottom here. 17 Incredibles. Incredibles 2 next. Ratatouille. Uh, yeah. Brave. Find the Nemo. This is 17 to 21. Bottom of the barrel, this guy's saying. Find the Nemo? Bro, what is going on? How could you hate Nemo? This is just insane to me. And I don't love Nemo like other people do, but I still think it's a good movie. You know what I mean? This is just... But 21, I, like that Eddie was, Bowman I was shook. <laughs> wow, man. Like that is a controversial list. And to put it out there in public, my man, props to you. <laughs> I got hit. I, I got him because I the Incredibles also. We don't like superhero things. I thought he likes superhero things. So this is I don't understand. I mean, this is some good superhero stuff. The Incredibles. What is happening? This is just The Incredibles. I think is a is it's a good movie. Number one, but like, it's a, it's a great superhero movie. His second to last movie, The Good Dinosaur. So it seems that everyone just really doesn't like this dinosaur movie. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't even seen it, but we hate it. I've I've seen bits and pieces. I I think I've seen it all the way through. I just don't remember much about it. It's probably a bad dinosaur. They lied to us. Maybe that. Maybe that's the thing. It was a bait and switch. <laughs> maybe he was an evil dinosaur, like a bank robbing dinosaur. It's like about a caveman and a dinosaur, and they do. Oh, stuff. So they didn't have banks back then. No, no, they didn't have banks. <laughs> Who were the first people to have banks? Was that the Greeks or the Romans? Terrible people. What a waste making us. I gotta go put my money in this. Thing. Oh, banks. Terrible. Well, God, we have apps that idea. now. Apps and direct deposit. Man, what, the best. what a dramatic turn of events. It's the best. I Could I, you imagine I, having to go to a bank every fucking Friday to cash a check? No. I've gone into bank once in a while to use the ATM. Like if the drive through line is too long. And there'll be people inside the bank waiting on lines. 
I see a guy, he's doing his payroll. He's got like fucking 15 checks he has to deposit. And I'm like, this is too much work, bro. This is electronic, baby. What are we doing? Come on. The only time I go to a bank at this point is if I need change. Like I know I'm doing something. I need to bring change with me. You know, I need to have small denominations. And whenever I walk into a bank, number one, it feels fucking absurd weird at this point. But number two, I see like the people who work there who are like sitting there waiting for you to ask for a mortgage yes. or something. Yes. And I look at them and they look like they look like human tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be boring. You're just sitting there all day. Do, like, I mean, you just keep clicking that those pens that you have on your desk. Just waiting for somebody to come in. And sometimes they come up to you and ask you. But for the most part, they're just fucking sitting there just like, oh, until someone goes, hey, Bill, this guy needs a thing. <laughs> That's the last time I was in a bank. It was actually a few weeks ago. Like I said, it needed change. So I go to a bank and I'm, I walk up. I get a, a withdrawal slip and there's no pens there so i'm kind of looking around and the guy popped out from behind the desk like super excited thinking he's going to be able to help me and he's like sir anything i can get you i go a pen would be great and he's like it's like oh yeah i'll get right on that for you i'm like i hope i was the most exciting part of his day i tried to give him a nice smile you know this what i mean like for a pen like <laughs> like i don't know i'll call him ted he looked like a ted and i just like you know ted I really appreciate you getting this pen for me. And I, you know, flashed him my pearly whites. <laughs> oh, it's too Fucking bank. The bank's by me closed. The closest bank, my bank closed. I guess nobody went in there. That's how yeah. we need to do. I, when I moved to South Carolina, remember I did that for like a minute? Yeah, I remember. They didn't even have my bank in the state. What? That's, that's ridiculous. The, the nearest bank, the nearest branch of my bank was in another state. Unreal. So thankfully, we have debit cards and direct deposit and stuff like that. That way, I didn't have to change banks or open up a fucking brand new bank account. It's so good. Every once in a while, you need cash for something, but I, I try to avoid places that are cash only, so I don't got time for that. No, you're a cash man, though. I've been out with you, and you just have, like, a wallet, like, a you know, you got that dad cash. I got a wallet. I always have some cash, but it's, like, $5. <laughs> like, um, you, you never catch me with cash unless I'm, like, at a fucking wrestling show selling gimmicks. I get Listen. Cash is king, baby. Fuck that. Never. No, you know what's king? Midas. King I Midas. Say, I was gonna say Elvis. He'd be a good king. Who are the top three kings? Jerry Lawler. He'd be up there. Midas is a good one. King Tut, right? He was good. I would assume he was a good king. Oh, I mean, King Kong. King Kong is good. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy King from <laughs> from Ready to Rumble. <laughs> That's a good king. <laughs> I always forget about him. King Randor from He-Man. Macho Man. The king. Macho, Macho King. Macho king. Yeah. I, I know you were a big King Booker fan. Oh, King Booker is the best. Oh, I love a good king gimmick in wrestling. It's always fun. And they start talking with an accent and acting pompous. Do they have king gimmicks in, like, combat sports? Like, is there a guy in UFC who comes down waving a scepter and shit? It's a great idea. I got to look at that. There's got to be someone. Because this is this is the reason I, I really can't get into UFC or MMA is because it's, it's not fake enough for me. There's no personalities. A lot of guys just like, hey, you know, we're going to fight. Let's go. I respect him. He respects me. We're going to be the best man. Nah, bro. I want but the like, clown shit. And this is exactly why Conor McGregor makes a million dollars. Exactly. Floyd Mayweather makes all this goddamn money. People because they come the out here and talk show. shit. They, they, they do pro wrestling better than everyone else. Exactly. It's 100%. But yeah, no. There's nobody. Uh, well, there was. Oh, King Mo. He, yeah, uh, King, Mo, King Mo, former uh, Impact Wrestling superstar, former Impact Wrestling superstar. <laughs> K 
King. Well, that'd be it. Damn, we need some more King gimmicks. Let's get on that. Let's uh, if you could be the King Gomez, what would you be the King of? You want to be a wrestling King? I mean, come on, I'm King Candy. Like this is what. Oh, that's right. Yeah, King. King. That's another King. <laughs> that's the number one King. <laughs> oh, so I'm nice. I I share my candy. I'm not. Well, he evil, was evil. Like, I'm not evil. I love candy. He's trying to keep Vanellope out of the race. Terrible man. I want her to wait, race and win so she could buy me more candy. He wasn't thinking straight. I just I saw my King Candy pop outside in the yard, all covered in dirt. I know that's a very valuable pop, bro. <laughs> Why is it outside? What did your Cause, daughter do? Because it was Shiloh took it over back in the day because she liked Wrecked Ralph. And uh, so, yeah, King Candy is out there just chilling in the wilderness. I think we play Factory where King Candy is the evil man trying to make John Cena do something with the dinosaurs. I don't know. Some game we play in the dirt. So, Gomez, I'm on the Funko app right now with the uh, with the price guide. Yeah, I know. It's expensive, bro. How much do you think it is? Last I checked, it was like $40. What if I told you it was double that now? I believe it. I believe it. Right now, Funko has it valued at 80 bucks. That's and, nice, bro. For one pop, a $10 pop? Come on. That's 80 bucks for what is essentially a dog toy in the Gomez household. Hey, I mean, he looks all right. He's a little dirty. Maybe I could wash him up, but the box is just fucking gone. My toys breed. They don't. They weren't put on this earth to live in a box. That's sad. That's so sad. You can't Remember, I used to call the, the San Francisco Toy Makers WCW figures they had a line at the end, they, not the vibrating ones. They they were these ones where <laughs> they were in a big box and they, there'd be a hole in the back of the box where each guy would have a button in his back and like they would slam their arms or kick their legs or something. So I used to call those the let me out of here's, the WCW let me out of here's because you would, you would press the button on Chris Benoit's back and he would bang against the the plastic carding basically looking like he's going, let me out of here. Let me out of here. That's good. <laughs> I don't remember those toys. Yeah. WCW toys. I don't, I never really had WCW toys. I never really, uh, by that point I wasn't really collecting toys. I would say they were always, they were always a step below the WWE ones. I mean, sure. definitely, but near the end, they had a, a line of toy biz figures that were really fucking awesome. <laughs> Really? Wow. Yeah. I got to look at that. Uh, besides the horror stuff, I stopped collecting toys pretty like I st- like I still had them, I still wrestled with them, but I never really like got new like after Power Rangers, like that was like kind of the last thing I got on a regular basis. Have we made any progress with you starting a new Power Rangers collection? <laughs> no, that is not happening. Now is not the time for me to be buying toys. Uh yeah, so I think I think every time is the time. Uh, maybe Christmas I'll ask for something. I don't know, but no, we're not. We can't. We're not breaking I just, that seal. I just uh put another pre-order in Super Seven. Put another wave of Silver Hawks up for pre-order. Ooh. So I'm I'm all in on those, and now uh. I've been moving stuff out little little by little. One here, one there, moving stuff out. Like I said, I have a I have abandoned the G.I. Joe classified figures and the retro figures, and I'm sticking with G.I. Joe retro classified, which I promise you is a different line. Uh, so funny. Uh have you sold any of your stuff? You had talked about selling some toys. Have you been selling anything? Uh, kinda... Like I said, one here, one there. It's I it's not like a giant fire sale all at once, but slowly but surely we're starting to move stuff out. Unacceptable. Makes me the, sad. the big stuff. I've I've been like I said, I've been waffling back and forth for a long time now over will I or won't I sell the vintage He-Man stuff? And I think I will. Wow, this is crazy. I understand. I don't like it, but I understand. Yeah. Sometimes these things just need to happen. Well, I just like I get it, but uh doesn't make me happy. Toys, you should hold them and love them forever. Until you could give them to a little girl and she can love them instead. Gomez, 
What have you been up to this week? Did you watch anything good? I mean, you know, I watched some stuff. Was it good? Um, I guess I went to the movies yesterday. I did, did you not finally see. I know I did not see Morpheus. I did not see Sonic. I went with the smash hit, The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. That's what I went to. And see. Harry Potter. And Harry Potter's in it too. Yes. <laughs> um, Yo, this movie's been killing it. Has like it really? it's, it's been making money. Sandra Bullock's a fucking superstar. There's not many superstars we got left. But this movie's like been slow and steady, been making money on the low because it's an adult, like a girly mm. movie. Yeah. But it's a lot of action. So it's not like you're sitting there like it's it's an action adventure. And uh it's it's okay, you know. What made great. you pick this movie with with the options are of the bountiful right now? Like you said, Morbius, uh Sonic, Fantastic Beasts is out now. And no, you went- I am not gonna see fantastic. you went with the lost city not e- not even uh the nicholas cage movie about that didn't come this. out yet that comes out oh, this okay week. i would have definitely saw that and well the plan was to go to the movies twice but then we forgot about some things we had to do the next day so we didn't get to go to the movies so i wouldn't have picked this to be my first choice but when i was seeing two movies i said oh we'll see this one and then we'll go see this other one but uh it didn't work out so i got stuck just seeing the that one. Uh, but I like Channing Tatum. I like Sandra Bullock. It seemed like a fun little way to spend, you know, 90 minutes or something. We got the movie yeah. pass. And was the it? Kid, it was okay. Like, it had its moments. It was funny. Uh, it is very action-y. Like, it's, it's some uh, cool scenes and stuff like that. But it's not great. I didn't expect it to be great. But, you know, Channing Tatum's a fun guy. I enjoy his movies. He makes me laugh. You get to see his butt. I know ladies like that. And uh, just ladies, oh, well, fellas, too, of course. Yes, uh, please. Everyone likes it. I mean, it's a nice butt. I mean, what are we I, doing? I, it's, like, I it's, can Channing, agree. it's Channy Tatum. What are we doing? Uh, so <laughs> I put, I, you know, listen, I've seen worse. And we what, would really, you, uh, what would you rate it? Oh, uh, like two and a half. It's fine. Okay. It's not with Dan, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, is having the time of his life. He's playing an over the top evil billionaire who's trying to find the treasure and he's having the time of his life and when he's on the screen you're having a great time not that you're having a bad time other time but daniel radcliffe is the best part of the movie i very say. interesting yeah do you like daniel radcliffe have you seen him in many things besides harry potter nothing actually probably not right he does a lot of weird he does it yeah, yeah like echoist He does a lot of weird stuff that I'm into, like when he plays a a rotting corpse that just farts. You know, it's I'm sorry, uh, what? Yeah, there's a movie where he just plays a dead guy, and he farts, and uh, it's interesting. <laughs> now, here's a, a movie guy question. You say he farts. Now, is he that good of an actor that he could just fart whenever he needs to fart? Like, I can't just fart on command. You know what I mean? Um, I would assume that there was some special effects added to post, but you never Wait, know. He's he a great seems actor. like a method actor, though. He's he, a great actor, so I don't put nothing past him. But, uh, yeah. Like, it's my poor man, like, he's so into his character, he's just out there blowing out his colon. The movie is called Swiss Army Man. If anyone is interested in the uh, farting corpse movie of Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> now, now, Gomez, what would your your second? What was your second movie going to be? It was going to be uh, everything, everywhere at once. Uh, it's a adult picture, but it's about like a multiverse. Like it's a multiverse movie, apparently. About a young uh, Asian lady who goes through many different versions of herself or something. I don't know. I don't, you know, I just hear movies are good and I go see them. I've never seen a trailer, nothing. I know it's supposed to be one of the best movies of the year. Wow, better than Morbius. (laughs) Yes. Morbius is, I'm not going to see Morbius. I will see it when it comes out on VOD. I'll see Sonic probably when it comes out on VOD because if I had another choice, 
I probably would have went to see the Michael Bay movie Ambulance. It stars oh. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, some other guys. Is this the one where he's chasing down accidents and taking pictures? No, that's a great movie. That's Nightcrawler. That's a great movie. I've seen uh, that. That's yeah, why I was like, I feel like I've yeah, seen no. this movie. No, that's a good one. This is something about like uh, a heist or something. They're like robbing something and they get in an ambulance and then there's a high speed chase. You know, it's a Michael Bay movie. This sounds like the dinosaur, the bad dinosaur movie I want. <laughs> What's the bad dinosaur movie? No, well, instead of the good dinosaur, is a bad dinosaur, and he robs <laughs> banks. And you know, well, yes. But there's a bad. There's a. Speaking of robbing banks, did you see? There's this cartoon coming out this week called Bad Guys, where it's talking cartoon animals. I'm and interested. They're bad, they're bad guys. They rob banks and stuff, and then they one of them realizes. Hey, maybe it's better if people liked us instead of being bad guys. Interesting. I I don't think that's better. No, it's not. But uh, I know you like your talking animals, so be on the I lookout do. for I'm, that. I got excited when you when you started saying this. I was like, wait, you know, this, <laughs> I don't know what I got going on this weekend, but this sounds like a, a movie for me. That's what I mean. And then this week, the Nicolas Cage movie comes out that you mentioned. Also, this Robert uh, Eggers movie, The Northman. I don't know if you've seen this, but like a, yep. it's like a Viking movie. It's supposed to be great. So there's a lot of stuff. Sonic and Morbius, they're, they're definitely taking the back seat to VOD, bro. I can't. I can't be bothered. There's too I, much um, good stuff finally. Well, not out. only that, like I was excited for the Sonic movie, but the early reviews were less than uh, enthusiastic. So it it has tempered my excitement considerably. Sure, I heard it's is good, not great. It's yeah, fun. I heard it was very okay. Fun. Like, yeah, so it, it gets me in that mood where, I, like, I don't feel under the gun to go see it now. You know what I mean? Yes. That listen, Sonic. I saw because I like Sonic. I saw it, but I'm never running to go see a Sonic movie. That's not. Shiloh has no interest, so it's not like I need to see it. So. Does she even know, like, what is the level of association that, like, kids would have with Sonic at this point? I I know, like, Sonic games have been out forever at this point, but, like, is he really, like, is he part of the the mainstream still? Yeah, bro. Really? Uh, I hung out with... uh, Sonic? You hung out with Sonic? (laughs) I hung out with uh, one of our listeners, Jay Bone. We've talked about him on the podcast before. I went over his house this week. And uh, his kids were wearing Sonic outfits. They had just got back from seeing Sonic at the movie theater. They fucking love Sonic. They play Sonic games. They got Sonic toys. Sonic is something that never went away. Sonic's always had like a cartoon. Like the Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles have never Mm -hmm. gone away. Yeah, there's always been some kind of Sonic going on. That's Uh, fucking weird. The the games have slowed down, but like at least the cartoons have never... Because it hasn't been a good Sonic game in years. Like, nobody likes any. Whenever okay. they try to do, like, a 3D Sonic, I feel like it never really works. The last Sonic game I remember enjoying was probably on the fucking Dreamcast. Do like we still get good time. Mario games, then? Mario games are all-timers, bro. Like, the best games you ever played in your life. Like, that's not even, like, a joke. Like, <laughs> Mario, well, I mean, Super I... Mario 3 is, like, out of control. Still. And they've gotten even better to this day. Get out. Galaxy is amazing from GameCube time. And then now Odyssey. Odyssey is fucking fantastic, bro. Really? It's uh you get different hats and your hat turns you into something. So that's like fun. a captain. He has a captain hat, yes, he does. So there is a, a Mario action figure where yeah. he's wearing like a captain's hat. Yeah, because it's a popular thing in the game. So I didn't know what it was from, <laughs> but um Someone made a comment one time. I think Brian Myers and I had gone to a Royals game, I want to say. And I remember this is now this is years ago before I was ever captain shoes. Like this is just how I dress. Um, So I had the captain's hat on and someone made a comment, uh, you know, post a photo of that Mario action figure with the captain's hat. And I don't know why that exists or anything. Yeah. But I actually went out and bought the figure. And then wrote like a very nice autograph on it, and I sent it to Brian as I was like, if in case you need this to hang up in your garage with your personalized figures, Brian has That's a great. 
Brian gets has like a friends collection of oh. mint on card figures that he gets his friends to sign and put a nice message on it. So I figured this was my opportunity. He did not put it up in the garage. Instead, he opened it and gave it to his daughter. What a fucking Bob, you bastard. (laughs) I mean, you could have you could have hung me right next to Dusty Rhodes or something. Instead, (laughs) I'm at the bottom of some little girl's toolbox. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) So yeah, so I went to the movies, saw that. Nothing special. Um Did you see the Thor trailer, Joe? No. And I'll tell you why. What happened here? I saw that the trailer came out. Yes. I saw what the poster looked like. Yes, the poster is very funny. The poster, (laughs) to me, the Herald of He-Man, the Messiah of Masters, the Earl of Eternia. The poster has some serious Masters of the Universe vibes. It's like he's standing at the top of the mount, holding his power sword to the sky, proclaiming that he has the power. And I said, that's all I need, baby girl. If you're going to give me Thor doing a tribute to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, then that's all. I'll be there opening night. I forget what it was in the trailer, but Kellyanne said something. She goes, oh, I got like a He-Man vibe. And then I was like, wait, really? Oh, I said, it's so funny you said that. I showed Kellyanne the uh, the poster. I was like, look at the poster. And Joe said, look at this fucking He-Man, fake He-Man guy. And she's like, oh, that's so funny. It looks just like He-Man. Yeah. So I guess it's the colors or something in the trailer. She actually brought up He-Man. So I, think, I think it's the fact that they're trying to be He-Man. Marvel, you- Marvel has to rip something else off. Bro, if you're going to copy from the best, right? You can copy. Right, if you're going to copy from anyone, do it from the best. Exactly. That's it. That's it. That's why I got all my moves from Barry Horowitz. <laughs> you do love to pat yourself on the back <laughs> as much as possible. And a lot of times when no one's even looking or paying attention. Oh, man. I, uh, I really haven't watched much at all this week. So let me tell you a story, Gomez. You, you know of my brother, right? The meat man. Of course, that's my friend. I... Is he? I met him first. He was my friend. He would. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. I think I kind of annexed you at one point, right? <laughs> Just like the United States did to Puerto Rico, I, <laughs> I did to the Puerto Rican. Uh... <laughs> Can we leave that in? I don't know. Are we, we going to be allowed to get away with that? <laughs> I'm leaving it in. <laughs> Uh, this motherfucker, the meat man, he got all my streaming services canceled. This is unacceptable, bro. So for years, I shared a Netflix account with my mom. Years, years, years. I had my own profile, whatever. Then I had my own Hulu. I had my own Disney Plus. When they bundled it, I went and bundled it myself. Great. I had my own Amazon. Oh, whatever. All that shit. My mom announces to me one day that she got the Disney Plus bundle. This is maybe, uh, I don't know, six months ago, maybe a little more. She goes, oh, I got the Disney Plus bundle today. So I said, hmm, I wonder. So I canceled my Disney Plus bundle and hacked her password because it was the same password she uses for everything else. And I knew she probably wouldn't even notice. So I had I was using her Disney Plus and her Hulu and her ESPN Plus free of charge because I'm such a good son that I let her find another way to support her firstborn without even knowing it. She was <laughs> she was being a great mother. Now she moved. Now she moved in with my brother. The first thing he does is cancel all her streaming services without even consulting me. Unacceptable, bro. This is unacceptable. So I've been I've been in the dark. I've been because now it's the principle. Like I don't want to have to sign up for these things myself. It's the principle of it. Like, how dare I be expected to pay for entertainment? So I've been living off Tubi. I just been watching Who's the Boss over and gonna, over now. I was gonna say, don't expect a lot of reviews on the podcast anymore. <laughs> but let me tell you, 
Who's the boss is a fucking banger, bro. Go go back and watch it on Tubi. The whole show is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you don't if you watch this show and don't come away fully believing that Tony Danza is a hell of a housekeeper, there's something wrong with you. So Gomez, hit the music. Oh, okay. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? I'm telling you right now, go watch Who's the Boss? Because I've been doing it for days, and it is spectacular. In fact, I'm going to give it a triple and a half main man. Three and a half stars for Who's the Boss? Wow. Who's the Boss coming in strong? <laughs> I have not watched the Who's the Boss episode and just, I cannot think of <laughs> Let me tell you, the other night after I finished the live stream with the pizza sandwich, put on some Who's the Boss, laid in bed, got ready for a long winter's nap, and it was the episode where Samantha comes home with a hickey. Oh my goodness, I can't believe she would do that. And let me tell you something, Gomez, how embarrassing for her. I'm sure the hilarity ensued, baby. It must have been. Samantha, that's a hickey. (laughs) That's how you do acting. Three and a half stars. I'm surprised so low, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't it's only been a couple days. I don't wanna I don't wanna overestimate it. You know, I'm I'm only in like season two. How many seasons are there? Five? Four? I, I want to say eight. What the f- Eight? How many seasons That's... do you want there to be? Holy shit. I just figured four or five. Eight is wild, bro. But like, and this is this is what I think about oftentimes. So you get a show, like back in the day, where there was only, what, four networks? Yeah. Maybe three. And then you had like your local stations, which were really just syndication showing reruns and shit before cable really had anything or any original programming. Think about the shows that were on, like who's the boss and maybe some other show, some other great script never got greenlit or got canceled way too soon because someone at the network said, no, we, we, we can't push who's the boss out of this time slot. Yes, it is eight seasons. That's Gomez. Wild. It is eight seasons. Yes. Wild, eight seasons, crazy. But I get you know TV shows did do that. Eight seasons, a hundred and ninety six episodes. That's just uh, that's what people don't understand. Every season was twenty two episodes, bro. That's a lot of fucking TV, man. Holy shit, that's wow. phenomenal. I'm glad we have this in our lives. I'm glad you got Tubi. Tubi, folks, we telling you, Tubi is the best. If you're not on it, you're missing out. Tubi has such weird, oddball shit. Like, none of it makes sense. But, like, and the thing is, you won't be able to find anything. Like, don't go there looking for something. Just go there with an open mind and, like, ready to, like, throw a pebble at something and see where it lands. I do. I usually just go on there. Either someone says something's on there, or I just go, let's just browse this. Uh, and you will find gems. Guaranteed. And you can even find gem and the holograms. Ooh, how many seasons are there of that? that I think there's be. 65 episodes total of gem. So is that like three seasons? Eh, oh, oh, like one of those long, yeah, one of those long filmation yeah. seasons? That's so crazy. I mean, thankfully, I have the complete series on digital versatile disc, so I'm not in need of having it on Tubi, but I appreciate it because there's like I'm at the point where I am not getting up off the couch to fucking put a DVD into the player at this point. I get that, but I am at the point where I'm starting to think that I need to buy a couple things on like DVD just to have like a yes. couple series just because shit be coming and going and there's certain things that I just need at all times that I want to be able to watch. And, and there are certain things that 
I genuinely don't know if I'm going to be able to find ever again. Yeah. You know, like I understand stuff is online or uploaded somewhere at this point, but who's to say it doesn't get pulled down? I mean, that's it just disappear anytime. Yeah. Just because something's been on YouTube for 10 years don't mean it's not going to be gone tomorrow. I'll tell you what, every year on Christmas Eve, and I go on there to watch the Muppet Family Christmas. Hey, one year. I, I, think... am, I am still shocked that that has, especially with Disney owning the Muppets now, I am fucking shocked that that hasn't been pulled down. I, I believe. I agree. I'm shocked, especially every year. It's another another hundred hundred views. People talking about it, sharing it. Yeah, I guess, I guess they don't care. Maybe it's just if it's it's got to be egregious, you know. Maybe they don't bother the little man. I, it's just one of those things where I look at it and I go, me personally, as someone who likes the Muppets but is not a Muppets diehard, that's something I go searching at every year. It's probably my singular favorite Muppets thing. And I'm sure for a lot of people it is. And it's just like, I can't believe Disney hasn't had that pulled and thrown it up on uh, Disney Plus or done some kind of monetized release with it or, or something where like they're reaping the benefits. Not that I think it's going to make people subscribe to Disney Plus, but it's just content, right? Like just something else to throw up there. You never know. There might be someone who's willing to pay $5. Just to watch their office episodes or their Who's the Boss episode, you never know. That's true. People do have weird fandoms, right? There's people, everybody's somebody's favorite thing, right? There's always someone's favorite movie that you can't believe. Someone's favorite artist. It's a lot hey, of weird people out we there. We just had a guy today tell us his his number two Pixar movie was <laughs> Toy Story Four. <laughs> exactly. Man, Gomez, when we do our first live show, I hope Eddie Bowman is there because I would bring him on stage just to I want to I want him. I don't I don't need it on Twitter or anything like that. Just if we ever did a live show, I just want him to explain to a jam-packed audience in the the VFW hall of whatever podunk town that would have us. I just want him to explain to them where his reasoning for Toy Story 4. I got lots of questions. That's just the first of many questions I have. Yes. <laughs> we could probably do a whole episode with Eddie Bowman on this list. Just yelling at his list. And then this one. And then this. Gomez, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, right, what do you say we take this home? Let's hit some music, baby. It is now time for the big Finish. Okay, Joe. Today's big finish. Woo, that's a good one. You kind of talked about it a little today. I didn't know no you were going to talk about who's the boss. This is crazy. Uh, top three TV families. Who you be loving oh. on them sitcoms? This is a good one. There's so many. I, it's, I don't know if it's easy or hard. Let's see. I, I, I think it's really hard, actually. Here we go. All right, TV family. Number one for me is The Simpsons. You know, that's a great one. Yes. See, what do you what, I don't know. How are we describing it? Just our favorites? Do we want to live with these people? What do we think? How do we I mean I don't want to live with The Simpsons, but I enjoy watching their their antics. <laughs> So just your favorite thing. And the thing, too, should I move, like, say I move in with The Simpsons. Like, how does that even happen? Because I, they're animated, and I'm not. And I understand that they can go into the real life, because I've seen it with that episode where Homer goes to the erotic cakes place. Yeah, but I just fun. don't think I can, I can do that. I mean, if there's erotic cakes, I could definitely do that. I'm telling I mean, you right yeah. now. If there's any cakes, I suppose I would. Mm, I'd do anything for some cake. You know, I could go. What, what kind of cake are you in the mood? I, you know what cake I'm in the mood for, like literally right this second? What's up? You know that uh, chocolate chip cake with the white frosting from KFC? Ooh, that's not a bad one. I could go for like a spoonful of that right now. I'm going to move for a yellow cake because we talked about yellow cake recently. And I haven't had, because I've had some other cakes. I've had some white cakes. I've had some strawberry cakes. I could go for just a good old-fashioned yellow cake with chocolate frosting, bro. 
you know, I, I like that KFC cake because it's chocolate and I'm a chocolate guy, but it's not like a like a triple decker mocha chocolate, like Mondo Extreme, where they just try to out chocolate the, any chocolate that's ever chocolated before. It's just a nice, pleasant chocolate cake with some chocolate chips and some slight drizzle frosting on it. And it's, I like that a lot. I, can, mm, I, I went to a that. steak. I went to a steak place and had like a 27 layer chocolate cake. It was fucking. What the shit? Oh, it was just like, just, oh, it was, it was marvelous. So last week, I, I go to Disney Springs. I oh, go to Gideon's, Gideon's to get some cookies. Yeah, baby. But I got a piece of, I was really in the mood. They have a cookies and cream cake. Mm. But that day, they didn't have it. You know, the, the cakes rotate out. And stuff. There's always different yeah. cakes. But I did get a, a slice of triple chocolate cake, which is fucking dynamite. But I mean, it is chocolate. Like, you got to love a lot of chocolate to to love this cake. And even me, who is a chocolate head, was even like, eh, I like this no. a lot. But sometimes I, it's too it, much. It's too yeah. much. Even me. Sometimes it's too sweet. It's too chocolate. Yeah. I love that shit, but I can understand. So TV families. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> TV families. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, did I say The Simpsons yet? That's all we said so far. Oh. Uh, well, great job. Bun- the Bundies. I do love me some Bundies. Now, the Bundies, I would I actually their, like to live with. I love their dynamic. I think it's just a good time how they get along with each other and fight with each other. I, I Especially if I could, if I got to live with them at the same time that Marcy's niece, Amber, had moved into her house next door. Because your boy thought Amber was so hot back then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and I'd be related to King Kong Bundy then because he was Peggy's cousin from Wanker County. <laughs> Wanker County. What's this what's this uh, girl's name on Married with Children? The Amber? Uh, Amber was Amber. her she was Marcy's bad girl niece. Okay. She looks bad, girl. I get it. She's a bad girl. A little short shorts and a tank crop top. Oh, boy. I'm sure Bud was getting in trouble, huh? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But now just imagine 14-year-old me watching this show, like, just being like, doing the fucking cartoon animated Auga! (laughs) (laughs) Hubba, hubba. (laughs) That's funny. Tex Avery over here. (laughs) Oh, I get, like the Tanners, right? Full House. No That's big family. No? no, no. You don't want to hang out with Uncle Joe? No, too. He's not an uncle. He's not a fucking uncle. I hate that. Whenever someone says Uncle Joey, it drives me nuts. He's just Danny's friend. It's an uncle. Everybody's an uncle. What are you talking about? No. So we do. Jesse. Jesse has earned uncle status. Those are his sister's girls. Get out of here. Pam's yeah. girls. Close friends are uncles and aunts. I would actually that? like to live. So the the family from Step by Step. Okay. I like them a lot. I like that show a lot. Um, sure. But I think for me, and this might sound a little cliche, but the Banks family, bro. That's not a bad one. They're good. The Winslows, the Banks, you know, it's good. Strong the Winslows, dynamic. eh. I mean, yeah, they're fine, but like I thought the Banks family was awesome. They gave each other shit. You know, they, you know, get a little smack talk in there. Yeah, Jeffrey the butler was the king of sass. What about the Goldbergs? I know you like the Goldbergs. Would you I uh... do like the Goldbergs? Would you... I like them a lot because there's a and I, I'm sure you could say this for anyone who grew up in the 80s. Like, there's a lot about the Goldbergs that reminds them of reminds me of my family growing up. Like I feel like I'm definitely a big tasty. <laughs> Roseanne, the Connors, they're a good family. I was, I was never a big, I was never a big Roseanne guy. Oh, we love Roseanne in the house. Yeah, I know a lot there. of people. Who, I maybe yeah. it's one of those things where I don't know if I ever truly gave it a shot. Sure. So I think it's like one of those shows where I watched something else on another channel that night. Yeah, or I was too young to understand the humor at the time. Like it was kind of over my head or something, maybe. Sure. 
But, uh, I mean, Growing Pains, I think about. Like, that's one of the ones that comes to mind. The Seaver family, named after Mets legend Tom Seaver, who just got a statue this week. Uh, all right, well, there you go. We named a lot of families there. Yeah, that, and that's what uh, that's what the big finish is all about. It's more about naming things than actually <laughs> ranking them. It doesn't matter. It's our list. We do what we want. Exactly, because we are Juan Gomez, the Lotharios of lists. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hit him so with the with, plug so we can get out of here, Joe. Yeah, with that being said, <laughs> thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Share it with your friends. Follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Remember to follow my YouTube. Subscribe to that, youtube.com slash Shoes. Remember to leave a five-star review wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. Take a screenshot and tweet it to us at Carjomez, and maybe you can be the next Eddie Bowman and win an autographed 8x10 of both Gomez and I. And get harassed for an hour. And then then we'll harass harass your opinions for an entire episode of this podcast. And talk about how we want to bring you on a live show just to to do our part in shaming you. Uh, Otherwise, follow my personal stuff at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez 154. Instagram and Twitter for me. And we will be back next week with even more fuckery. Yes, sir. But until then, that's Amore, cowboy. Peace. What?